You're listening to Rock of Ages, where I introduce my friends who are much into music theater to different types of pop and rock music. And sometimes they'll introduce me to some theater music. Sonic of Ages podcast, where I take theater and rockheads and introduce them to the glorious being of Sonic. As always, well, not as always, because there's some people not here today. We have man stuck in fifty different gold rings. Andrew. Um. Person not stuck in any gold rings nor sacks. Uh, Romy. Hi. And then I, I think Allie hasn't actually been sacked at all or put in any rings, so. I don't think so. Uh, she has one ring attached around her like a life preserver. This whole podcast. Just imagine that. All right. <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog 30th anniversary was the current celebration throughout 2021 of 30 years since the start of Sonic the Hedgehog series with the release of Sonic the Hedgehog in 1991. The main event consisted of uh it consisted of performances by a symphony orchestra, I forget which city, and uh the Nintendo House Band. I'm just going to call them the Nintendo House Band because I know absolutely nothing about this. Let's take it to uh, someone who does know about this, Cade. Okay, maggots. All right. You're all useless, and Andrew. 50 more sacks just for that. All right. So, on Sonic's 30th birthday, we had a little fun symphonic concert. Music. From pretty much every single game in the mainline series. And featuring performances by Crush 40 and Nate Wants to Battle. And also the original composer for Sonic 1 and 2. Yay! And it was pretty good. I, It was, it was very good. Now what do y'all think about it? Alright, I'm just going to start this off here. Like, um, I... I'm not a Sonic person. I was never introduced to it when I was a little kid. I never played any of the the games. I never had any Sonic merchandise. I never really uh, felt some of the comments where they said they people cried when they were watching this. Still, I had a good time listening to it. Mm-hmm. I'm also not a Sonic person, but I can very much appreciate this. And I don't think you can really go wrong with any of the original music. Yeah. Like, um, I'm a fan of both classical, symphonic, orchestral music, and uh, some nice uh, rock music, any old way you choose it. So, um, and I also, li- I, I also like it when classical and rock in- instruments clash together, you know? So I think it's a nice m- merging mm-hmm. of uh, two uh, different generations. And so... Props to the Sonic 30th Anniversary Symphony for doing just that. Alright, so let's, uh, let's look over all of the, the songs that they performed. Alright, so we start off with a pretty simple uh, medley of songs from Sonic 1. What y'all think about that one? 
I liked. It's definitely I, um, I like what I hear when I think of Sonic music. Yeah, I liked all oh, the. I, I, I liked all the medleys. Yeah, the medleys were great. Uh, you never asked me how I felt about. Well, how do you feel about it then, Romy? Oh, I liked it. Uh, I remember, I was only aware of it when I was a kid. Uh, Sonic, that is, because the Archie comics had advertisements for them constantly because they had the. Right, so the Sonic comics. Hmm. Uh, and so hmm. I only started getting into Sonic when all the memes came about, like Pingus. And you got into Knuckles. Yeah, that's the yeah. Th- that's the same with me. The only way you can get me into Sonic the Hedgehog is if you make me w- watch memes of it all day. Yeah, same with Among Us. Hmm. And and oh yeah, and we cannot forget the. Sonic says when he about mm-hmm. so when somebody touches you in a place or a way that makes mm-hmm. you feel uncomfortable. Then <laughs> uh, we got another medley. This time it was Sonic Two. As uh, everyone knows, Sonic Two is one of the best video games of all time. So what do y'all guys think about that music? If you say that Sonic Two is one of the best games of all time, then that uh, that music really says so because I think of all the medleys, that was my uh, favorite. I mean, especially the ending. That was ac- that was actually pretty uh, cool. Really beautiful, even. Yeah. I put the Sonic 2 medley down as one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Yeah, I loved the way the bonus stage, um, the bonus stage song was arranged early on. Yeah. And yeah, uh, it, it if sounded this, uh, really pretty. Yeah, I, I also, I especially love the, like, uh, overblown symphonicness of the uh, medley. I I can only wonder what it actually sounds like in 8-bit. Yeah. And then after Sonic 2 medley, you'd think they would go straight to Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but no. They said, here are some Game Gear medleys. And you know what? I appreciate that, but m- the music was explicitly written for the Game Gear, so it's, it's not going to be as good as the Sonic 1 and 2 songs, but it, it was still pretty good. Just because it was an orchestrated version of it. At know? least they actually do mm-hmm. get to Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Yeah, that's a whole lawsuit thing, technically. Oh yeah, speaking of Sonic 3 and Knuckles, that's my favorite Michael Jackson soundtrack, everyone. <laughs> Wait, Michael Jackson I composed a Sonic like... soundtrack? Yes. Supposedly? No, not supposedly, for oh, shoot, he... that's, that's true. That's why Sonic 3 and Knuckles hasn't been re-released in, like, ten years. Because, because Ma- Michael, ja- Michael Jackson's estate owns the rights. Michael Jackson's estate found out about it, and now they actually want money from Sega. We've got to have money. Been through enough, but apparently they, fig- apparently they figured it out, because, you know, they have a Sonic 3 and Knuckles in this performance, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um... I was just thinking back to, like, in the mid-80s. It's a really famous story. Uh, Paul McCartney was giving Michael Jackson advice on owning, like, record labels and buying music, and then Michael was like, Oh, hey, that's cool. I'm gonna buy the Beatles' entire discography. And then Paul was like, That's great, man. Wait, what? And then Michael Jackson bought the Beatles' entire discography. Oh, there's this funny story (laughs) that came out of Michael Jackson buying the Beatles' discography. 
So, like, at around this time, uh, Sesame Street had a song parody of Let It Be called Letter Be, and Apple Music found out about it, and they threatened legal action. But then, Michael Jackson bought the Beatles catalog, and they were only sued $50, which came out <laughs> of the composer's pocket. Uh, and also, when he bought the Beatles catalog, he also ended up getting the publishing rights to a bunch of other songs, uh, like uh, Sonny's Dream by Ron Hines, which is a famous song here. I, I remember the radio hosts were talking about it one year. Okay, so anyway, um, Paul McCartney still hasn't forgiven Michael Jackson for what he did, even after he died. Bloody hated that man. <laughs> he bought all my songs and give me the rights mm. back. He's telling everyone himself. that he wrote it, let it be, you know. He didn't have a dream. <laughs> he didn't have a dead mom to come to him and say it'd be. He thinks about his man in mirrors. That's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, I I've been swinging to talk about how good "Don't Stop Till You Get Enough" is. That song bops. I, I remember it was playing on the TV when I was leaving work uh, uh, a few days ago. It, it's just a really good song. On the off chance that I include Michael Jackson on the wheel, we can all bop to it. We can, we'll, we'll listen to all of Michael Jackson's albums in one episode. That's <laughs> just no, all of them. That, every last one. A lot of, that'll be, require a lot of work. Exactly. That's yeah. why we need to do it. Yeah. Just get all of Michael Jackson's discography out of the way. Just going to watch Michael. Yeah, and that includes the Sonic 3 and Knuckles soundtrack, too. <laughs> We're right? just going to watch the Michael Jackson documentary where Michael Jackson is getting ready for his next tour, but then he dies. Uh, I, I watched that in school one year. And then we watched Moonwalker. Anyway, what is this yeah. podcast about? Oh yeah, the Sonic concert. Okay. Uh, yeah. I always forget. I just, so, uh, next, we had Sonic Mania medley. So I guess this means, this officially means that Sega considers Sonic Mania to be a part of the original, like, Genesis runs of Sonic now. Because everything else is sort of in order chronologically. So, what did you guys think about the Sonic Mania medley? Ah, uh, it could have used a bit more Sonic-R. Mm, pretty nice. But, what? But it's mm -hmm. the Sonic Mania medley. Why would it have Sonic-R? Uh, I mean, the whole thing could have used more Sonic-R. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned, uh, Sega... You mentioned Sega Genesis. Does this mean that Phil Collins secretly wrote this? No. Darn. Oh, or Peter Gabriel. And after Mania, we got a medley of Sonic games on the Sega Saturn. Which, there was literally only one Sonic game that was new on the Sega Saturn. The other two were a re-release and a compilation of the so the original three Sonic games. <laughs> They're like a cool 3D hub world. I heard the Sega Saturn's tricky to emulate. Mm -hmm. But it was pretty good. They had Can You Feel the Sunshine. That was pretty cool. Yeah. As someone who doesn't know the Sonic soundtracks and can't differentiate between them, I'm glad you guys are mentioning the titles so that one day I may be able to recognize them. Mm-hmm. Me too. And, and Sonic so R soundtrack is really good. Yeah. So then after the Sega Saturn medley, we get our first, like, solo piece of the whole concert, which is Tails' theme from Sonic Adventure, Believe in Myself, It Doesn't Matter. And pretty good. It's, it was pretty good, cause yeah, you know, it was yeah. It's like personally uh, a big fan of Tails. Yeah, shout out to Tails. Yep, 
I mentioned this earlier in the server, but I'm surprised that the Sonic 06 medley wasn't just the entire orchestra playing a flatulent, dissonant, discordant note. Yeah, honestly, I was kind of surprised that they did 06, right? Yeah. Even, and as someone who doesn't oh. play Sonic, I am well aware of its notoriety as being horrible. But I guess it's just the fact that Sonic 06 soundtrack w is still pretty good. Like, like the end of that medley was pretty good, I think. Yeah. They got, I it, mean, they got Zebrahead to do a whole song for it, and that song still slaps, you know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Sonic 06 medley is the longest medley in the actual show. <laughs> Why? It's six minutes while the rest are like three to four. You know, um, uh, I was, uh, I couldn't really tell the medleys apart, but, uh, when I saw the, the uh, visuals while we were playing in front of the orchestra, and I saw this horrible CGI face, looked like someone rejected from the live action Cat in the Hat movie, I knew right away it was Sonic yeah. 06. get a Sonic Unleashed medley, which is uh, the werewolf one. What did you guys think about that medley? I like werewolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was as memorable as the other ones, but I yeah, did enjoy I can't, it. I can't, I can't remember much out of it. It had the bloopy jazz vibes, though. Hmm. Is the, yeah. You know, and then there are a couple of things I remember, though. Some songs from the medleys. I actually remember some from like old Shafrilla's videos. Like there was one that went da la 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 da la la da la 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 da la. -la. Mm -hmm. I I recognized that immediately yeah. when I heard it. Then uh, due to uh, promotional reasons, we skip straight through colors and generations and go to Sonic Lost World. And I'm not Sonic Lost World isn't really one of my favorite Sonic games, even the soundtrack wise. But I mean, it was still pretty all right. They do I include Sonic Colors at the end, though. Yeah, but I, that's because it's the remaster of that, technically, so that's why it's at the end. Because mm. that's the latest Sonic game that'll be coming out this year. I, I will say the orchestra uh, did go out on a high note with the uh, Colors medley. Yeah. Uh, of course, Generations wasn't going to get like a soundtrack spot because well, all the songs in that are just songs from other Sonic games. Mm -hmm. But you know that's, that that that's still uh, that would have been a little bit cool. Uh, Lost World medley is all right. I definitely think it was the weakest medley out of the whole show, just because it's Sonic Lost World. And then moving on from that, we got the Sonic Forces medley, which you know was pretty all right. Even you know even though it's a meme to make fun of the Sonic Forces like main theme of Fist Bump. Oh. I mean, it, 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 you know it it sounded nice orchestrated you know yeah wait was the, maybe then we was, had a was that the one that i was humming earlier no it's the one that goes together we can show the world what we can do you that's, next dude, to that's exactly what i was humming <laughs> yeah uh then we had the sonic colors melody and that was pretty good 
Mm-hmm. And then the intermission. Then in the intermission, at one point during the intermission, did you guys just skip through the intermission? I need to know. I yeah, did. I skipped it. But okay. I did like I did it like ten seconds at a time, so I got like a vague gist of what was going on. Well, I didn't. So during the intermission, uh, the original composer for Sonic One and Two, who's like an actual famous like pop artist from Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Came in and was like, "I'm so glad you all enjoy my Sonic products." my sonic soundtracks and to honor the 30th anniversary of sonic the hedgehog me and my band will be creating a new vocal version of green hill zone the the first ever sonic stage you, you know the dun dun uh-huh. dun 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 so we're gonna have us we're gonna have a green hill zone with the lyrics song officially at some point this year <laughs> that seems kind of odd <laughs> Not sure how I, not sure how I feel For some that. reason, that reminded me of this YouTube called The Residents of Fear in the Big Blue House Clog Every Available Toilet, and the ending song is Banjo-Kazooie with lyrics. Wow. Okay. Mm. So, uh, after, anyway, after, after that, we move on to the rock band uh, part of yeah, the... Yeah, we move on to the vocal section, uh, where uh, we start off with the Tomoyoyo Otani band, who... Perform new remixes of Reach for the Stars, which is specifically given a new, like, it's called the Recolors version. So, that's how you know it's a little bit different. Yeah, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of that song, mainly because the vocals sounded just like Blink-182, and I wanted none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I think, wasn't, I wasn't I think they just either. couldn't re-record the vocal track for the, the Sonic Colors. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, I don't know who was on vocals for the Sonic Colors themes so you know Mm. maybe they've like retired or something and they Mm. just don't want to do it you know it's one of those things yeah then uh we got the sonic colors credit song speak with your heart (laughs) the i like the vocal the vocal track on that song i i couldn't stand it what the heck was going on but but andrew finally we can relate now we're side by side this is fate Together, you and I can communicate. Do, 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 Double boost! <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me back to the time when we were trying to convince Jess that Yellow Submarine was a good song because in the town where I was born, there was a man who sailed to sea, and he told us of his life on a Yellow Submarine. Listen, at this point, we might actually just have to start doing, like, special episodes where we just introduce Andrew to Sonic stuff. <laughs> Oh, I want to do special episodes where I introduce Andrew to music I like, just random stuff I like. I sound like I'm laughing, but I'm actually crying. You all just real. You you all realize you could use your birthday wishes to have your own month too, right? I mean, we're not that greedy. Yes, I guess you guys are not as crazy. I'm too much of a pussy to have my own month. All right. Then we moved away from Sonic Colors, and the Otani band, like, rested with endless possibilities from uh, Sonic Unleashed, which, the original version of this that's in Sonic Unleashed, is performed by Ch- Charles Entertainment Cheese. That's a name the, I the, haven't the heard until now. Guy, the Phineas and Ferb dude. You know, I don't know what his name is, but... There's so many guys in Phineas and Ferb, I can't... I can't pick up a no, part. No, but, like, he's the guy that made the theme song. Oh, Bowling for Soup? Oh, man! Yeah, the main guy from Bowling for Soup. Hmm, that's... Uh, that's really... Oh, yeah, I thought... Hmm. You know, when I was younger, oh, I, I thought used you to... meant Dan Povenmere. When I was younger, I used to think that oh, Billy I Joel thought... Armstrong sang that theme song. 
Oh, that Steve Gunner made a rip of like a Phineas and Ferb song, and like it was a it was actually just Snowhalation with the vocals of a pitched up version of Twenty One Guns made to sound like Phineas. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty good, uh, but obviously they couldn't get the Bowling for Soup guy to do this concert for some reason. So instead, we got Nathan Sharp, uh, who's a pretty well-known like covers artist from YouTube. You've probably seen at least like one of his FNAF songs in your recommendations. At least once. Probably the one where he kidnaps MatPat. That's a real video. He kidnaps MatPat. We don't we don't talk about it. But yeah, I think I think the Otani band had a pretty good like set. For the, the little time that they had. They were opening up for, you know, the main event of this whole symphony, which was Crush 40. As mm. any Sonic fan will tell you, Crush 40 is legitimately the greatest band of all time, brother. Even greater than Ringo Starr's solo? Yes, even be- the Beatles, Oasis, all of them are trash compared to Crush 40. Oh, don't put Oasis even in the... Pop Opera? Don't, e- don't put Oasis in the same category as the Beatles. They're not that big. But, even Vera Pop but, Opera? But Andrew, today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. <laughs> and now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do. Oh. We all live in a yellow submarine. Now, so any, uh... Most of the games that were skipped over in the medleys are represented in Crush 40's set list, which, you know, that's appreciative. So we open up with Crush 40's first actual song that they worked for for Sonic Team, which was Open Your Heart from Sonic Adventure, which is tremendous. It's been 20 years since they first made that song, and it still sounds good, and this lead singer still sounds good. Great, you know? How nice. Crush... Mm-hmm. Crush 40 kills it. I liked how in the gameplay footage that they showed, it starts out with the original Sonic Adventure version of the boss fight, and then later on it'll show the Sonic Generations version of the boss fight. So, like, Sonic Generations still had some presence in the show, just not actual music, because, again, it doesn't really have original music. What, right. do you, what do you guys think about Open Your Heart? It's not no, my favorite. It's no um, Fill Your Heart, which was off David Bowie's Hunky Dory, but it's alright. Yeah, yeah. Then no, you'll be in my heart. Phil Collins will die for his transgressions against Crush 40 then. Uh, <laughs> so uh, after Open Your Heart, we got the title theme of Sonic Heroes, known as Sonic Heroes. You know, at this point, I was looking at the titles and I was thinking, I'm just glad that we're listening to Sonic the Hedgehog and not Sonic Youth, because if you theater kids listen to Sonic Youth, your heads would probably blow up. <laughs> But I like the Sonic Heroes theme, but I I gotta admit, it does get repetitive a bit, because most of the lyrics are just, Sonic Hero! Hero! It gets to the point. It's about about the heroes of Sonic. The Sonic Heroes. Yeah. It's like, what what comes up must come down, and yet my feet don't touch the ground. See the world spinning upside down. A mighty crush without a sound. You know? (laughs) I imagine that uh, if I had played Sonic games as a kid, that song would be, like, emotional for me. Mm. Um, yeah. But it's pretty normal. <laughs> Sonic Heroes yeah. was the first ever, like, 3D Sonic game I played, so I still have, like, the mm. the feels for it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now, this was a concert that, like, showed up first live, right? And I was very concerned that after they sang Sonic Heroes... Uh, they immediately went to Greenlight Ride, which is the latest song that Crush 40 did, which was for uh, Team Sonic Racing. 
Because I was concerned because I was like, oh no, why why are they going straight on to the last song that they did so far, right? Hmm. Yeah. But but it was fine because Greenlight Rye doesn't have the same like connection that I that it, that any of the other Crush Forty songs have for me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Team Sonic Racing is just kind of like a meh Sonic Racing game, which is. There's, like, better Sonic racing games that you can play, but it's still, like, fun on its own. It's just, mm. it doesn't hit as hard as the other ones, yeah. I feel. You know, um, about this next song, um, fun fact, I was actually just watching the very old Disney Channel sitcom series Austin and Alley today, and the main location of that series is a music store called Sonic Boom, which, appropriately enough, is the next title for the song. Yes. Ah. Uh... Sonic Pretty Boom good. slaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not I agree. the Sonic Boom game. Not Sonic That's Boom game. Looking, looking it, at you, Rise of Lyric. It has the, it has the, it has the same issue as like Sonic Heroes does, where it's literally just saying the title a bunch towards <laughs> the end. What is it with? What is it with? Uh, it's not like. What is it's it? It's not like Crush Forty wrote that song. They're just covering it here. What is it so. with uh, song titles with the word Sonic in it that have constant repetition? I mean, I I don't know. Some about just repeating the word Sonic just sets off our synapses in our brains. I guess I don't know. Uh, has anyone ever been to Sonic's restaurant? Uh, I we don't have any here in Newfoundland, but I've seen a couple of them in WalMarts in Florida. Hmm. Which to what? this day is what? the only state I've Why ever been. Why Walmart in. have a Sonic in it? Uh, Sonic's like like. Oh yeah, I, 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 it took me a while, place. but I remembered what Sonic's restaurants actually are. They're like drive through. They're like drive throughs. Oh, I I thought yeah, you meant like a, a Sonic themed restaurant. The green, the the, the blue hedgehog themed <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> I've been to a Sonic. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Uh, for some reason I can't. Sonic boom, for some reason I can't get the opening to "I Am," all of me, out of my head. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? I am all of me. I am <laughs> I, I the love Senate. That the lead singer was like sort of goofing off between songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, you can tell that even though this was mostly recorded, right? They they were doing it all in like they weren't giving them breaks in between songs. They were acting as if it was an actual like <laughs> concert. Because after he finishes "I Am All of Me" and they go to "Night of the Wind" from Sonic and the Black Knight, you can hear it while he's talking that he's like out of breath, mm-hmm. right? And the then sacrifices he still crushes we, the song. The sacrifices we so make funny. for art. Yeah, uh, what y'all think of "I Am All of Me"? I enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than yeah. some of the other ones. <laughs> it certainly makes you feel like you're a half-alien, half-hedgehog he- hybrid who's about to shoot the president's plane down. That is an actual <laughs> thing that you can do in Shadow the Hedgehog. It makes me feel... Yeah. It makes me feel like a horrible CGI abomination pretending to be a cat. Ah, <laughs> uh, it makes me feel like he's doing a super hydraulic instantaneous transporter. Honestly, I was kind of surprised that we didn't get any, like, songs from, like, the Sonic adaptation stuff. Like, I was surprised there wasn't a, the Sonic X theme or something from the movie, you know, but I guess they just wanted to focus on the games at the moment.
So, uh, what did y'all think of the next song, Night of the Wind, where Sonic is King Arthur? Oh, uh, you know what? I can't music? recall it. It's the one that's like, I'm the Night of the Wind, and it's got the whoa. Um, okay, I, I'll just say I remember it. I do remember directly after the song, though, when it's pitch black for a couple seconds, but then the captions are like, oh, wait, you still wanted more music? Okay, here you go. What about you, Romy? What do you think of Night of the Wind? I liked it. Uh, you know what? These orchestral slash rock versions of Sonic songs reminds reminded me of this thing that they don't they don't do this anymore. It's the Nobel Peace Prize concert, and it's like all these pop and rock artists, mostly pop and rock, and they add orchestral stuff to their uh, songs. Huh. And what um, about you, Ali? Uh, I thought it was okay. Not my favorite. But like the sword, I'm drawn to the heat of day. Come on, guys. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta acknowledge that the lyrics are at least like pretty good. Mm -hmm. Like weird imagery for something that's a Sonic song, right? Like they didn't even phone it in. They were just like, we'll we'll go as hard as we need to for any of these songs. Uh, then of course they they give the Crush Forty lead singer a break for a bit, and they do a cover of Escape from the City. With bringing back uh, Nate Wants to Battle. I love City Escape, and I love Escape from the City. And, yeah, it's one of my... It's legitimately my favorite Sonic song. Mm. So, and this was a pretty good cover of it. Mm. Again, they couldn't get back the original vocalist from, from the original Sonic Adventure 2 soundtrack, and also the Sonic Generations re-covers of those. But it was still pretty good, so... What a shame. Yeah. What y'all think about Escape from the City? It was It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so um, the last song on here is is one like the lead singer was telling us all. I I know you all know this song, so sing it along with me, like he was commanding it from all of us. And I don't know the song. Do you know the song, Cade? Yeah, but you you'd probably get it by like the second minute, right? You know, you you'd understand what the, the what I, to sing at that point. I guess so. It's just another one of those repeating choruses. Come on, Andrew, you just gotta live and learn, hanging on the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> live and learn from the words of yesterday. Good song. What, what y'all think of live and learn? I just said good song. Mm -hmm. What about you two? Uh, it felt like very, I don't even know how to word this. I'm not going to be very articulate. It, it, it felt like big, big and like important. Well, I mean, it is the final boss theme. From Sonic yeah, Adventure 2. I didn't know that. Hmm. But that makes and sense. And also the main but theme of Sonic like... Adventure 2. What about you, Aromi? Oh, it's cool. <laughs> Good. And after that five minute song, our journey finally comes to a cathartic end. The credits roll. Yeah, and then we just get credits, which is an orchestral version of Friends. Oh, not that uh, did, I, did you see the thing I shared with um, Steve Gunner edit of Live and Learn? With where it was like. And you feel like moving through your mind, and the, the ooh—it's yes, a stretched yes, over the entire song. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know. Yeah. I've I've listened to every Sonic Siva gonna rip. I do not cite the deep did, magic to me, which <laughs> I was there when it was written. Uh, did you see? Um, like there was a video of like they were at Macfest, and so, one of the Siva Gunner team members 
showed the composer of Live and Learn the, the that Live and Learn rip and explained the joke to them. They laughed. They liked it. Hmm. Wait. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, so what, uh, you, what do you all think of this whole concert? I wait, already wait. Um, it's pretty clear. I'm giving this a ten out of ten. Um, before before everyone else goes around, I just want to say bold opinion here, but I actually like the first half better than the second half. Wow, well, you said you were so you guys were just not on board with vocals songs for some reason. Well, I'm I'm on board with some of the songs, but I couldn't stand the Blink 182 song and when the weird vocals on the next song and just I none of the songs I really felt any attachment to, but the symphonic stuff it was a uh, pretty as a uh, classical apologist myself, I found myself really gravitated towards those uh, melodies and uh, the, the the way everything's instrumentated and whatever. Mm. What about you? All right, so give me give us the rankings. Give me the numbers. This better go better than Sergeant Pepper. Both versions. Mm, I want to give it an eight. All right. What what about you, Romy? What'd you give this? I give it an eight. I'd give it an 8 as well. 8 golden rings out of 10. Mm. Yeah, again, I am not someone who has grown up on Sonic the Hedgehog. And uh, probably, I would like if I had children one day. It's highly unlikely, but if I did, I'd probably introduce them to Sonic the Hedgehog. Just so I, they, they could succeed where I failed. But e- mm-hmm. even that, even there, I, I think this was a good, pretty good show. They did a good job uh, arranging everything, and I I didn't think it was wasted time, unlike wasted time off Hotel California, which is wasted time, but this concert is not wasted time. I'm gonna give it a 7 because it didn't really hit it for me, but hits it for uh, some people, and that's all that matters. Alright, calculate the scores, Andrew. This might not, it might not even count because it's not even an actual album, but... Oh well. It will be an album soon. I know of and it then in I, my heart. Okay, and then I can count it. You know, I res- both respect and despise you for picking an album at this close to the end of Cape Month that is so left field unconventional. I had to do it, especially since I'm pretty sure we started Cade Month with Pokemon Live, so we had to end it with another video game thing. But it's not the end. It's not the official end. And, you know, you've just reminded me, I can name one more album if I really, really choose to. No. Alright, Andrew. Please. Give me a reason why I should not name another album for next Wednesday. Because this is my podcast. This is my... That is true. This is the podcast that I made, that I hosted, and that you took over. Oh, and the fact that... I defied ranking the average. I even defied the 0 out of 10 ranking and just gave Sonic a the average of 10.01. Nice. <laughs> All right. You're lucky for this. And you, you'll get to have your wheel back. You'll get to have everything back. But I still get the last laugh because on Saturday, we're going to be doing a review of Bo Burnham's Inside. All right. <laughs> Hope you all don't get crippling depression. (laughs) No promises. (laughs) All right, thank you.